0: back to deeper than most guys i'm your host dj
1: and i'm your host sav and today we are coming to you guys with the effect of the butterfly effect um this is episode 85 and this is a topic that i feel like we've been really excited to dive into there's honestly not too much about this topic um it's kind of just the same like repeating information if we were to go like really really deep but it's all essentially just like in this little bubble. Um but yeah the butterfly effect I've been wanting to do this shit for a while.
0: So guys we didn't do a Valentine's Day special this year. You know life gets in the way but we do have some chocolate and some wine. So yes. Happy Valentine's Day.
1: Happy Valentine's Day Love Yours period point blank We're filming this a couple days before Valentine's Day, so we figured we'd just keep the love going throughout the rest of the month, since this will be going up the week of Valentine's Day, but it's going out after the holiday, so, yeah. But before we move any further, we're gonna let you know how you can support the show. For starters, you can follow us on Instagram at deeperthanmostpc, the PC stands for podcast. Check us out on TikTok at dtmpod, pod stands for podcast. Um, and our Gmail is the same as our Instagram username, deeperthanmostpc, but at gmail.com. You can also join our infamous Facebook group page and Of course, we've got the screenshot for you right here. Subscribe to us on YouTube if you're an audio listener. Our YouTube videos be fire. (laughs) And I'm going to say it just like that. Our YouTube videos be fire. Um, And if you do watch us on YouTube, hello. And go ahead and give us a rating and review on any audio listening platform. It's greatly appreciated we love the support we've been getting for these past couple of years i cannot believe dtm has been in the world yeah. for like about two to three years now let's get into this because we've got a lot to break down mostly dom um conversation to be had mm-hmm. but this is just going to be a very well-rounded episode, and yeah, I'm ready to start this discussion.
0: For this episode, we have three DOMs, and so our first set is Mysterious Objects in the Broken Sun. The Federal Aviation Administration has abruptly canceled a national defense airspace over part of Lake Michigan, and the organization announced this on Sunday. They're saying like if they were testing it for like defense purposes or whatever, that's the zone that they would use. So you can't go past that zone or like fly above this level.
1: So why did it cancel it randomly?
0: Because they were scared about uh, the potential contact that they may have had.
1: Oh, shit. Are we talking aliens? Maybe. What we've been trying to tell y'all for the past couple of years. This shit's a simulation and the aliens will be coming soon enough.
0: The FAA says it closed down the area to allow the U.S. military to examine a potential contact that was soon determined not to be a threat.
1: Hmm. But they didn't even say like potential contact of what?
0: The U.S. has shot down three aircrafts over North America in the past week, with the first being a Chinese spy balloon off the coast of South Carolina on February 4th.
1: Not war. Yeah.
0: It's getting crazy. The second and third are believed to have been smaller balloons, which were shot down over Alaska and Canada respectively.
1: Interesting, okay.
0: Our second portion of this is the broken sun. A section of the sun has left the surface and begun circulating around the top of the star as if it were a huge polar vortex. It is not exactly clear why it happened. That's weird. Yeah, super weird.
1: Like, how come we can't see this, though, from Earth?
0: Yeah, I don't know if it's on the side that we can't see or like what, but they'd be fine with it and for those of you that don't know the polar vortex is a large area of low pressure and cold air surrounding both of earth's poles but this is this is basically saying um the north and south poles are what this is to the sun
1: very interesting find like what are they gonna do about it though yeah. and if it's a vortex isn't that bad because can we can't yeah. we get sucked into that motherfucker that's
0: what i thought that's what i thought it was but mm, they describe it differently i guess
1: it's- Blatantly obvious that this um, episode is going to conjure up a lot of different conversation, so we definitely want to know in the comments or just like on social media what your thoughts are. Do you think that aliens are here to visit us? Do you think that the sun and the earth and everything close by is going to get sucked into a vortex? (laughs) And, yeah, like, what do you think about the butterfly effect? Because all of this shit is just crazy.
0: Yeah, it's crazy as fuck.
1: But it gets crazier, (laughs) of course, because our last DOM is about human echolocation. With enough training, most humans can learn how to echolocate. They can use their tongues to make clicking sounds and interpreting the echoes that come back reflected from the surrounding environment. Basically, like many animals like that have echolocation abilities it is a clicking sound that's made and isn't it typically like squirrels and like rodents or like birds and stuff
0: crazy because like we don't even know what we're completely capable of i mean there's echolocation there's like you know this ultimate burst of strength that comes out of nowhere when you're like adrenaline is rushing stuff Mm -hmm. like that so it's cool
1: in as few as 10 weeks researchers have been able to teach participants how to navigate obstacles and recognize the size and orientation of objects using the rebounding calls of their clicks this is crazy (laughs) the experiment involved 12 participants who've been diagnosed as legally blind during their childhood and 14 sighted people so i like that they did a mixture because of course people that are blind um their other senses are heightened including sound so yeah i wonder like if they're really able to pick up on the echolocation i would assume so over the course of 20 training sessions which were about two to three hours long researchers found that blind and sighted participants both old and young all improved considerably at click-based echolocation. And honestly, when I hear this, I just think of Marco Polo, that game. Like you close your eyes and you say Marco, and then you have to literally like listen to find somebody.
0: Right. That makes sense.
1: For weeks, participants were trained to navigate virtual mazes, corridors arranged in T-intersections, U-bends and zigzags, and identify the size and orientation of objects using mouth clicks. Previous studies have also found sighted individuals can learn click-based echolocation in a series of training sessions. But this was the first study to test whether the results extend to blind people and people of various ages as well. I think that this is a dope-ass study, and I don't know, it's just another contributing factor just to show like how fucking impressive and amazing like humans are um I don't know just the things that we're able to do and and we're constantly finding out new things that our bodies are able to withstand and um that I don't know it's just it's just crazy evolution that's all I gotta say
0: it is (laughs) man it's super crazy to think that like in a couple thousand years we could be something completely different
1: right it's wild oh shit I forgot to mention I'm kind of like a butterfly um you know a monarch makeup color scheme going on if you know, you
0: know.
1: with my little butterfly hair accessory. Um fun fact if you are new to Deeper Than Most, hello, welcome. If you don't know me, I have like a very irrational fear of butterflies. So just talking about this like I don't know, just saying butterflies so much and looking at butterflies and all this shit, it's just kind of makes my skin crawl. But as long as we ain't got no real butterflies up in here, we're good. That's how I feel. And he's sporting his green and purple butterfly.
0: So, weird.
1: Hell yeah. So let's get into this. What exactly is the butterfly effect?
0: The butterfly effect is small changes in starting conditions that can lead to vastly different outcomes.
1: Now, low-key, like, what does that mean to you?
0: One little thing, like, putting your coffee cup on this side of the table could affect, like, going to work the next day or, you know, something crazy like that, or a big life change.
1: Absolutely. You're basically... You hit it on the nail. Yeah. Yeah. That's essentially what it is. It's the belief that, um... You know, depending on how a sequence is started, the end result will vastly change. And like you said, just one minor detail could affect that outcome, um, and the outcomes could be very, very different.
0: If a butterfly in Texas flaps its wings, will it create a massive tsunami in China? This is the framework of beliefs surrounding this controversial topic. Quote from Feats, the vocation of man from 1800 reads, You could not remove a single grain of sand from its place without thereby changing something throughout all parts of the immersible, immeasurable whole.
1: Now, that's just wild to think about. Hell yeah. Like, a single grain of sand. This low-key freaks me out because, in my mind, I'm thinking, holy fuck, like, every time people are, like, on the beach and shit, like, one grain of sand?! (laughs) I'm just thinking like, oh my god, think of all the grains of sand that be on your body and your clothes when you leave the beach. We're fucking up everything. (laughs) That's what it makes me like, think of and it kind of makes me scared because it's like holy shit, like I don't know. But I'm not gonna lie sometimes I have those little realizations when I'm torn between making a decision and I'll have a moment to like ponder and think like, well if I do go, like what if this happens or that and like you know, what if, like, everything just gets taken away, or, you know, blase blase, like, aka, I die if I go out. And then the other part's like, but what if I stay in? I won't ever get to experience this experience, but, like, what if some crazy shit happens? And I kind of, like, dodged a bullet. Like, I've been thinking about that. <laughs> I don't know. I just find this whole topic crazy, and I personally do believe in the butterfly effect. Um, we'll get into some other facts a little bit later but i do believe that the butterfly effect is a real thing um and it takes place every day you just don't notice it because it's from minor you know details it's from minor decisions that ultimately in the end play a part in a big outcome because they all accumulate
0: so you know how people always talk about how the butterfly effect affects um your future right Mm -hmm. do you think it plays into deja vu, where you feel like you've experienced the moment before? Do you think that little minor change is a thought at that point, or no?
1: Are you saying, do I think the butterfly effect is deja vu?
0: Like, do you think it correlates with it?
1: No. No? Only because they're two completely different things. From my understanding, deja vu is a sequence of events, or a single event, um... A specific moment where you feel like you've lived it before, like, you've experienced it. You knew exactly what was going to happen as the moment was progressing. But before that moment ever happened, you have no recollection of the moment itself. Um, and you have that realization as the moment is taking place. And then afterwards, you just have, like, that, huh, deja vu. And, and then you just forget about it, like, again. So... That's what deja vu is to me, and with the butterfly effect it's it's a sequence of um it's a sequence of decisions that are made that ultimately you know just add up to a specific outcome or event taking place, but I don't think that has anything to do with deja vu, okay because you still don't know what the event is until it takes place,
0: okay, that makes sense. I was just curious
1: now we get into everything everywhere, all at once. Basically, the thought that everything in the framework of our society, this world, just all of this is connected. And I personally believe that, yeah, all this shit's connected, um, and all situations and decisions influence each other, and just like the overall outcome and the whole of all of this. So yes, I do believe that. Also, on the contrary, it's a simulation, and if it's a simulation, everything's connected. Once right. again, just saying. <laughs> Don't nobody want to listen to me, but you heard it
0: here, I'm going right? to say what I got
1: to say. So essentially, the Butterfly Effect is based on the belief that small things can and do have major influence and effects on complex slash large systems. Um, so yeah, basically just like the technical breakdown of what the Butterfly Effect is. The concept of this theory has been long debated, and some think there is no basis to the theory whatsoever. However, moments in time and history could reveal otherwise. Um, And there's a lot of debates and arguments on whether or not this shit's real. I think that it's a personal opinion. It's a personal perspective, you know? The butterfly effect is credited to Edward Lorenz, Um, who was born in 1917 and passed away in 2008. Lorenz was a meteorologist and a mathematician, which is a big flex.
0: So can we just talk about how, like, that wasn't even that long ago.
1: (laughs) 2008? Yeah. I know. And then you think of like 1917, that was hella long ago. That yeah. nigga live a, lived a very full life. <laughs> but like, tell me that's not a flex.
0: That's a hell of a flex. A
1: meteorologist and a mathematician? Right.
0: That's crazy. You know how right. smart you gotta be?
1: Right. In the words of Natalie Nunn, we get into the bag. <laughs> Lorenz was able to successfully combine these two disciplines to create what he called the Chaos Theory. His goal was to try and predict the weather. And what the Chaos Theory is, it is the Butterfly Effect, but the Butterfly Effect basically became the more notable and popular name for it, but it originally was the Chaos Theory.
0: Dude. What? I just had an epiphany.
1: Oh shit, (laughs) tell me.
0: So you know how, okay, so you know how Ashton Kutcher plays the guy in the movie The Butterfly Effect? hmm You know how he's Kelso on That seventy Show?
1: hmm
0: You know how he always says, damn, Jackie, I can't control the weather? hmm The Chaos Theory. And we're back.
1: Like a butterfly, but cracked.
0: So in continuum. In an experiment to test his theory, he made a weather prediction model and entered the initial weather condition as 0.506, instead of entering 0.506127. I don't know what any of that has to do with anything.
1: (laughs) So this was him trying to predict the weather, right? Yeah. He put it into like a weather prediction machine. Uh Don't know what the fuck that is or how it works. (laughs) (laughs) But... Apparently, he had one of those, and, um...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he had one of those. That shit sound like the shit you go to the hardware store just pick up.
1: Right? And I assume that you, to, you know, pick your starting weather, you have to put... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, this shit sounds crazy, dude.
1: No, listen, though.
0: I got it, bro.
1: I assume in order to pick your starting weather, you have to enter in a specific you know, lock code, or number, or, you know, a key, yeah, exactly, um, so, yeah, you need a, a starting co- coordination in order to have this weather prediction play out, and because this is the same number, you know, how decimals work, and percentages, everything, like, the, the number is continuous, it may have up to 10 numbers after, or it continues on forever, but, you know how, like, in math class, they would tell you, like, depending on how, how far you go after the decimal mm. or the decimal that um, your answer will change? Mm. So that's what he tried. He put in 0.506 as his starting weather to see what prediction would come out of that, wrote it down. Then he tried it again, or maybe I'm assuming he already, like, has tried 0.506127. Mm. That's probably how he's always done it. But he tried the 0.506, and it gave him a completely different prediction, a completely different outcome. Right. So, yeah, that was him testing his theory of, like, is it possible to um, predict the weather? Because that's what his main goal was. But in that, that's how he found that, hmm, it's crazy that, like, one small detail or one minor change in the – initial you know weather prediction that one change affected the entire outcome
0: To his surprise the result was wild the prediction was different from his finding and he realized that the weather turns on a dime
1: interesting
0: that is interesting because huh that means nobody can really predict that shit
1: exactly
0: his results showed that even a tiny change in the initial conditions had huge long-term implications By 1963, Lorenz had garnered enough info to push an award-winning paper on the subject titled Deterministic Non-Periodic Flow. And it seems interesting, but I I ain't never heard of it.
1: Same. We have more on Lorenz. Lorenz knew that his newfound idea would be hard for others to conceptualize, so he began using the butterfly analogy in order to explain his theory. In many speeches and interviews he explained that a butterfly has the potential to create tiny changes that could not necessarily create a typhoon but alter the trajectory of one. The small flap of the butterfly wing is the representation of minuscule changes in atmospheric pressure. Though it may appear small at first, over time the changes increase as the model progresses, eventually compounding the small effects into big effects. And, like I said earlier, you know, all the small, tiny, minute or minute changes would all accumulate. And that's how you would, in the end, ultimately have a huge change based off of all these little decisions. A good way to look at this and to like understand how these differences actually like create such a huge like outcome compared to one like another one is looking at a graph and seeing just the trajectory of one path and the trajectory of another. And just as the graph continues on, the distance between these outcomes gets wider and wider and wider. With this new theory at play, Lorenz also concluded that it would virtually be impossible to accurately predict the weather. So once again, Michael Kelso was right.
0: So now we get into the examples of this theory. The first one is the idea that getting coffee can have large effects such as altering your career path.
1: Um, I do see how this could be a thing because think about everybody that goes to Starbucks every day to get coffee. Mm -hmm. Or think about the people that don't go to Starbucks every day and get coffee and then one day they decide to. Mm -hmm. What if that one day you decide to go get coffee, there's, I don't know, a fucking millionaire at Starbucks getting the same coffee as you and you guys spark conversation and you know you guys get to talking exchanging information he hands you your his business card you know you've talked about your career and what you do and your skills this and the third and then boom you you have a whole new job because you went to starbucks this one morning or as opposed to people that go to starbucks every day and you know one time they go to a different starbucks And who knows? You may find the love of your life. Like, you know, it's just...
0: Just little random events that happen that you just don't think about.
1: Exactly. You know, it's... Like I said earlier, it kind of um, is easy to point out. Like, when you have decisions to make. So, like, if your friends invite you out on Friday night to go to the club, your butterfly effect may begin with your decision to stay home or go to the club. Mm -hmm. And... What if you decide to stay home instead of going? Then you wake up the next morning and watch on the news that there was a shooting at the club. And one of your friends got shot. So, if you would have went to the club, you may have gotten shot. So, it's really... I don't know. Just decisions is where the butterfly effect, in my opinion, really shines. And it's very easy to pinpoint that this might be a butterfly effect type of decision. Mm-hmm. Um, in my personal opinion. I don't know. It might not always be obvious or whatever. Like same thing with, you know, have choosing to have an abortion or to not have one. Like the trajectory of your life is going to vastly change. Depending on which wing you pick, I guess. Yeah,
0: I guess that's how it goes. I mean, honestly I um I don't know, it makes perfect sense when you really sit down and think about it. Mm-hmm. That like certain decisions can impact certain future events. Yeah, It just makes sense.
1: Honestly, I feel like the butterfly effect is the same thing as the domino effect. Like one domino falls and they all start falling with it, you know? Yeah.
0: The second example is the death of Franz Ferdinand sparked the first world war. And this is assumed to be the biggest butterfly effect in human history.
1: You know, I've never heard of this, though. <laughs> um, I don't know who the fuck Franz Ferdinand is, even yeah. though I did really good in history and all throughout school. I don't remember this name.
0: It said that it would have never happened if his driver had just checked the map.
1: Interesting. Assuming that the way they were headed... You know, they ended up going the wrong way, probably, and that resulted in this guy's death. He was probably a very influential figure pertaining to the war, and that's probably what started it. Um, but yeah, let us know if you know anything more about that, because haven't really heard of it. Mm-hmm. A user online posted, My husband's grandpa was stationed at Pearl Harbor in the 40s and randomly missed the war due to oversleeping and missing his alarm. When he got to the station, everything was over and done with. Had he woken up on time or buddies had forced him awake, I wouldn't have my husband right now because he woke up late one day. He now has six kids, 13 grandkids, 12 great-grandkids, and counting. Many generations that simply wouldn't exist without a missed alarm clock. That's wild to think about, but wow. Like, buddy missed... Pearl Harbor because he overslept (laughs) that's That's crazy and he probably would have died like if he had woken up wow and then she's right all of like his family like wouldn't exist exactly and like it also made me think well what if one of the kids in that family you know, ends up making like a big change or a big discovery or a breakthrough in the world that could like cure cancer or something like, you know, and that would have never happened if that guy went to war. Like that's the butterfly effect. Um, It also makes me think like, so does this play into when cavemen like created fire? Like when they started figured out how to start a fire, was that like a butterfly effect into where we are today? What if the cavemen never figured out how to start fire?
0: If you can't figure out fire, you probably didn't figure out the wheel and all that.
1: Exactly. And we wouldn't be, like, where we are now. Exactly. That's crazy. It'd be a completely different outcome. Something to ponder, something to think about, because this shit is wild. Hell yeah. The overall consensus is that the butterfly effect is, in fact, real. However, scientists have debunked the theory on a quantum level. Now the question remains... Do you believe in the butterfly effect? I do. I said that earlier, and I still stand by it. I do believe that the butterfly effect is something that takes place.
0: I believe it, but I don't know, man. I think scientists, they have their times. And this may be one of the times they're not right.
1: Maybe. Let us know what you think. We have a couple of games that we want to recommend to you guys that include the butterfly effect if you're into this topic. Um, Just something to immerse yourself into the theory, as well as a couple of movies, so I will tell you one and DJ will tell you one.
0: So the first game is Until Dawn and this game was released in 2015. Until Dawn is considered an interactive movie by many, but the game is cinematic with cut scenes that reflect the choices you make throughout the game.
1: Love this game, great game, and absolutely, it's literally like the butterfly effect.
0: Yeah, it's a great game, like, and it's been the birth of so many other games.
1: The next game is Detroit to Become Human. I believe we've talked about both of these games before, um, as well as both of these movies, but. Just, I don't know. It's okay to re-recommend things, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and all of these things are worth re-recommending if we have recommended them before. And we have new people that listen and tune in all the time. Exactly. So this is for you. But Detroit Become Human, which is an amazing game. We've talked about it before. Like, it's just awesome. We recently replayed it, actually.
0: Yeah.
1: Grand old time. But it's set in the future, and the game questions the role of technology in society and whether AI can develop feelings of empathy and self-awareness. Now, I guess in a sense, the butterfly effect plays into this game because it is decision-based for the most part. Um, There is gameplay sequences where you can actually, like, mash buttons, Mm. but for the most part, it is, like, decision-making and exploring and I must say, like, the decisions are, yeah, the outcomes yeah. are pretty goddamn different. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I don't know. It's just well done. A very well done game.
0: It's a very nuanced game. Like, yeah, you can't tell that it's, like, butterfly effect until you're actually playing the game. You're like, oh, wow. I should have made that decision because now look.
1: Yes. Um, as well as, like, look at your ending and, like, you know, how you played the game and how you got to where you got and the decisions that you made and then watch somebody on YouTube play the game and see what their ending is and the decisions they made to get there. And you'll see that, yeah, small little changes make big differences.
0: And now we get into the movies that use the butterfly effect. The first one is Donnie Darko and the story follows Donnie, who's played by Jake Gyllenhaal a moody teenager who is saved by a mysterious figure in a creepy bunny costume that calls him out of the room just moments before a jet engine crashes into it.
1: I love Donnie Dark. <laughs> it's a
0: great
1: movie. Yes, I love that movie. Um, We've talked about that one yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. We've
0: really gotten into it, but got to see it. If you haven't seen it, watch it.
1: The second movie that utilizes the butterfly effect is, you guessed it, the Butterfly Effect. Duh. <laughs> so this sci-fi drama follows a college student, Evan Treborn, aka Ashton Kutcher, aka Michael Kelso, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, who discovers he inherited the ability to time travel and decides to change the traumatic events that affected him and his friends in the past. Mm. I've never seen The Butterfly Effect, but I want to, and I I need to. I don't know why I've never seen it, but um, a lot of people love this movie and say it's really good, so I'm going to have to check it out.
0: And personally, I haven't gotten a chance to see it either, but I do know it has Morgan Freeman
1: in it. Also, The Butterfly Effect, a lot of people, when they're thinking or talking about The Butterfly Effect, they bring up... The assassination of JFK, mm. as well as the death of MLK, mm. as well as the death of, boy, well, I was to say Mike Tyson, of Malcolm X. <laughs> 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 um, or the death of Malcolm X. So... Yeah, like, would things be different if these people didn't die? Same thing with, like, Selena.
0: That is definitely a question that I've asked myself a lot of times.
1: Yeah, like, where would we be?
0: Like, would Beyoncé... Oh, let's not do that.
1: Ooh, Aaliyah.
0: Let's not do Everybody
1: that. Everybody says if Aaliyah never died in that plane crash, that, um... Ooh. Beyonce wouldn't exist. Man. So, I mean, that's the butterfly effect for you.
0: Wow, uh, that's, that's some cold shit.
1: Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and roll into our wiggity wiggity wind down kind words and a quick little tidbit of support.
0: Our first wind down reads, do you believe the butterfly effect has saved you at some point in your life?
1: Ooh, saved me? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. I don't necessarily, like, say it's my life.
0: Well, I guess it impacted you positively.
1: Absolutely. Okay. College. <laughs> like, literally, Shmovid is the reason why I started college. I didn't want to go to college because I didn't feel like I really had... I don't know. I just didn't feel like I could do it as well as had a reason to. Um, and then I quickly realized... Like, it just wasn't it to just be out here with nothing under your belt. Yeah. And I don't know, it kind of like re sparked a passion in me, and which is my passion for just the law. Um, and yeah, getting justice for people that look like me, um, for victims. I want to be a voice for victims and help people. I just love all of that. And that's what's making me pursue becoming a lawyer. But literally, I wouldn't have taken that step if Shmova didn't happen. And now I'm about to graduate this year. And yeah, so absolutely.
0: And for me, um, has it ever saved my life? I don't know, actually. But I will say that me choosing my current career path has been... um, An attribute to the butterfly effect, in a sense. Because, I mean, everybody's been stolen from, everybody's, like, lost a wallet or a purse or something. I was like, huh, if I can stop people from doing this, maybe it'll actually, like, stop it from happening. So that's where we are.
1: The second wind down is, do you think scientists may be wrong about their belief of the butterfly effect? A.K.A. them believing that it just doesn't exist.
0: I think they could be wrong. They're human, just like the rest of us, like... How could they, you know, they can't just be perfect all the time.
1: I agree, because what if they just didn't know how to do it? Yeah. Like, that's on you, not on Lorenz.
0: Like, simple as that. Like, you just didn't know how. And our third and final wind down is, have you ever thought about this before? And by this, I mean the entire butterfly effect theory. Like, just at random.
1: Yeah, all the time. And I have, like, conversations about it every once in a while. Mm. Um... Because I'm just into this type of shit, y'all. Like, look at where you're at. You're here on Deeper Than Most with us. Mm-hmm. You're your best, craziest, deepest host. Like, we get deep. We talk about shit that people don't normally talk about. But it's because we have strong opinions about these things. That was the wiggity wiggity wind down. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you how you can support the show one more time. Follow us on TikTok at DTMPod. Follow us on Instagram at DeeperThanMostPC. Check us out on our Facebook group. Rewind this bitch and get the picture. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, go ahead and listen to us on any audio platform and give us a rating and a review. As well as subscribing on YouTube. Comment on some episodes. Like some episodes. And share it with everybody that you know. And even the people that you don't. Okay.
0: Now we're going to roll into my favorite part of the show, the kind words segment. And what kind words do you have this week?
1: My kind words are, be careful what you wish for. And everybody knows why. So I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going to keep it short. Be careful what you wish for. Period.
0: <laughs> think clearly. Think, think your next actions through. I mean, you never know how it could affect you. Things just happen one way or the other but with that being said this has been episode 85 the butterfly effect
1: so stay light stay bright stay positive i've been your host sam
0: and i have been your host dj
1: and we will catch you next week on another out of this world episode of
0: deeper Deeper than than most